All right, everybody, welcome to Rick Six, Season 1, Episode 29. We are back with some weekly NFL picks. It is Week 17. It is do or die, ladies and gentlemen. You're either in or you're not. I can't believe we are here. I'm super excited. This is a crucial week. Me, Preston, Glad have been talking a lot, all these scenarios going. We got our ESPN playoff machines up. We are ready to roll to see what teams get in, what teams are going home, and who wins at picks. Currently, I'll go ahead and update you guys with the standings right now because it doesn't look like either of us are going to make the playoffs out of all three of us, unfortunately. Preston would have to go like 16-0, and and I think Joel would have to go like 11-5, and and it would be like a tiebreaker at that point, but... Just a disappointing year for for all of us in picks, especially for me. I mean, I'm in danger of getting last. I don't think I'm going to, but you never know with week 17. Gledo was saying that this is possibly the hardest week to pick. It's either this week or, or, or week one. I mean, week one, you don't know what teams are going to be good or not. And then week 17, you know, people resting their starters, injuries, locking up first round buys and stuff. But it's going to be a little bit different this year because obviously you have COVID happening and you have seven teams getting in instead of six. So I think the AFC is just super blessed at this point to, you know, have that opportunity to have that seventh seed because one of those 10 win teams in the AFC are not going to make it. There's four win, or I think there's like four or five 10 win teams battling for that, those last three spots. And one of them isn't going to get in. Is it going to be the Colts? Is it going to be the Browns? Is it going to be the Titans? Is it going to be the Dolphins? I don't know. One of them is going to be going home after this week, but it's going to be interesting. Hope everyone had a great Christmas, by the way. If you uh, guys didn't join us last week for the Christmas episode, be sure to check that one out. Happy New Year. 2020 is almost over. We end, hopefully by the time you guys see this, it will be before the end of the year, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, but yeah, big week. Gladhill, Preston, how you guys doing today? Well, I'm doing well, man. I'm 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 just excited for uh, excited for week 17. This playoffs uh, playoffs has started, man. This is this is it. We got you know a lot, a lot on the line this week. I'm kind of going through these different scenarios in the in the playoff machine, and you know you look at certain teams like like Miami. They could be as high as fifth seed with a win over Buffalo, um, and they could also be you know not even in the playoffs after this week. So it's going to be a big week for you know. I'm, I'm excited to see how Tua does this week rookie quarterback and you know the biggest you know maybe one of the, one of the biggest games of the entire year and um obviously the nfc east is kind of still up for grabs there are three teams that have a chance to lock up that four seed in the in the nfc and, and host that playoff game it's kind of crazy but the giants you know could still have a shot if all three of the teams are six and ten giants get in the uh titans and, and colts still trying to compete for a division title in the afc south packers trying to lock up that number one seed Browns and, and and Steelers, huge, huge game. Cleveland trying to make the playoffs for the first time in like 12 years or something. 2008, um, yeah. They had like a 90% chance going into last week, but of course they lost to the Jets, had some guys out, Baker made some mistakes, and now they're, you know, maybe their odds are just over 50% now, and they really need that win over the Steelers. And if they don't get the win over the Steelers, then a lot's going to kind of have to go their way for them to uh, to get in there. So. Yeah, I'm just really excited to see how everything plays out. Yeah, for sure. I'll be uh, sure to to keep to do my best to keep you guys updated with all these injuries. I know there's a lot of teams, you know, sitting out for resting, and then some other, you know, other concerns right now with you know injuries and and uh, and other things. So I'll keep I'll do my best to keep y'all updated, and uh, you guys can help me out there with if y'all know that some certain player is not playing for that game. Preston, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Super excited. Getting ready to go 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0 this week. Get ready, boys. Put 
all the money on it, put the house on it. It's about to go down 16 and 0. Well, I mean, all three of us are at that point where we got nothing to lose because we're most likely not going to make it. So, I mean, if you guys hear us going bold here, don't be surprised. I mean, it's, it's just the way it is right now. So I'm, I'm excited, man. Let's, uh, I know Gledho, you were telling me about those, uh, score, uh, score gummies. Is that how you say it? Is, are, are, are you going to pick some of those this week? Yeah, I think I was telling you, I might pick one score every week. I got to look at the, uh, I got to pull up the chart and look at the different NFL scores that have never happened before in history. I kind of got into that last week because I think there were two on the same day, or maybe it was like back-to-back days. We saw one. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was back-to-back days. We saw them. I think 50, 52 to 33, the Saints beat the Vikings. And then I think the next day, I might be wrong, but I think the 26 to 25 game, Dolphins over Raiders, I think that was Scorigami as well. Never seen, never seen 52 to 33 before, never seen 26 to 25 before. So I think we're averaging about one a week this season in the NFL. I think there have been like 15 or 16 the entire season. So going forward at the end of the season and then going into next year, I think I'll try and pick one every week just for fun. Well, we had two Scorigamis last week. We had the Saints. And the Vikings, fifty-two to thirty-three, and then we had the Dolphins and the Raiders, twenty-six to twenty-five. I'm surprised the twenty-six yep. to twenty-five one never happened. Yeah, that's that was interesting to me too. Yeah, I mean, once once you get really high scores, you have fifty-two is kind of a weird number. Thirty-three kind of don't see that a ton either. So, and um, if you do, it's most likely the other team winning. Right. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, like I was saying, uh, one of these teams will not make it uh, in the AFC. We know how stacked it is right now. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, ten win teams battling for the last three spots. We got the Titans right now. They're at the fourth seed, ten and five, division leader. Dolphins are the first wild card, fifth seed. But like Gledhead was saying, they could drop as you know they could be as best as fifth, but as be as worse as not making it. They're ten and five. Ravens right now, the second wild card, sixth seed, ten and five. Browns seventh seed, ten and five. Colts in the hunt currently out right now, ten and five. So without further ado, if you guys got nothing else to add, I, I say let's uh, let's go ahead and get on into this. 16 and 0 baby. Pressing as he was saying, 16 and 0. Let's see. All right. So I'm going to go off the playoff machine. So we'll go with the first game that ha- happens on the playoff machine. So for the first game we have, I mean, all, let me just say all of these are division games, so we'll just go ahead and and get right to it. This is at 12 o'clock on Sunday. All these games are on Sunday. Week 17, let's get it. First game, we got the Miami Dolphins going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo 6-1 versus Miami in the Sean, McDur- uh, Sean McDermott era since 2017. Bills are absolutely rolling. They're probably the scariest team in the AFC right now. It's either them or the Ravens. Like Those are, those are two teams right now that you don't want to play. Going into the playoffs, uh, if you're the Chiefs, obviously you're the favorite to win. But, I mean, those you don't want to run into those teams. This is really bad because Miami, they're sitting at fifth. But, uh, unfortunately, I... I, I'm going to start us off this week. I'm going to say that they, I think they lose this game. What is the spread in this game, Preston? The Bills are favored by two. Bills are favored by two. Okay, that's fair. So a lot of people might pick the Dolphins, which I don't blame you if you do. I mean, you, you never know what happens in these division games. And it's week 17. You're going to go bold. I understand. But the Bills are still fighting for something. Because if they lose this game and the Steelers beat the Browns, the Steelers get the numbers two seed. And that's, you know, that's another home field game right there in the playoffs uh, if you don't run into the Chiefs. So this is a game. Bills are still fighting for something. Maybe they limit, you know, Josh Allen a little bit. Maybe they limit Stephon Diggs a little bit late in the game if they're up. But 
they're going to do everything they can to win this game. They're not going to take their foot off the gas pedal. They want to get that momentum rolling. Sean McDermott has done a great job coaching this team. It's great seeing the Bills uh, have a lot of success. I have a lot of respect for them and their fans. Oh, I like Josh Allen. I think his development from year two to year three has been absolutely insane. You say what you want about Rodgers and Mahomes being the MVPs right now, which they're, they're clearly you know the two front runners. Josh Allen is right there on their level. He's been playing out of his mind right now. And if it wasn't for those two, he'd be the MVP. So the Bills are just, they have really loyal fan base, crazy fans, but you know, they're, they're in a great position right now uh, going into the playoffs. They're fighting for that second seed. And I think they're going to get it. I think this is going to be a, you know, a competitive game because I like Miami's roster. I hope Fitz magic starts because we saw in that game versus the Raiders. It was, you know, he brought them back. That was a crazy end of the game. That boy uh, Fitz magic. That dude got face mask and he said, and he said, and one on that play, as Preston was telling me. And the Raiders defense ended up choking that game. And it was crazy, man. That Fitzmagic gives you the best chance right now to win. And, you know, we'll see what happens, what they do with Tua. You guys know how I feel about the whole Tua situation. I feel like they should have sat him the whole year and developed him and rested him for his healthy hip. But, you know, they, they, they obviously wanted to see what they had in him. And I'm not saying they're going to give up on him, but I think – Fitzmagic right now gives you the best chance to win this game and get you in the playoffs. So I'm going to say that the Bills win a uh, a pretty close game. I'll say the the Bills go a little bit over the spread because they're only favored by two. I say the Bills win by four, and we'll say that the Bills win 31 to 27. But like I said, Bills are having a lot of great things going right now. I mean, this is they clinched their first 12 win season since 1993. You know, first division win since 1995. The Bills are rolling, and Savon Diggs. 1,500 yards, 120 receptions, leading the NFL in receptions. So Bills keep it rolling. They get that second seed. They clinch it, and I got them winning 31 to 27. Gledhill, who do you got? Yeah, I think the you know obviously the Bills are you know I I think it's very possible they're the best team in the NFL right now. Maybe right up. I mean they they looked so dominant last week. The Packers did too, but the Bills have just been rolling for a long time. They haven't. I mean they you know if it weren't for that hail mary against the uh, Cardinals. I think they would have won. It was it's either nine or ten straight. I think nine straight. Um, so they, you know, gosh, they're playing better than any team in the league right now. They have the opportunity to lock up the number two seed behind Kansas City, and um, I think that's that's a big deal. I think that's well, if you're yeah, if you're the two seed, I think you, you want to make sure you avoid, you know, Kansas City as long as possible. You know, if you're the two seed, you're definitely you're not going definitely not going to play them until the conference championship. I guess if you're the three seed, you might not either, but. You know, this is something that they want. This is something that, you know, divisional opponent, they're going to be, you know, trying to assert their dominance against. And, you know, if certain scenarios work out, you know, the, the, the Bills win this game and then we don't see a potential upset in a few other games. Looks like if we don't see an upset in the Browns-Steelers game or the Titans-Texans game or the uh, Jaguars-Colts game, then Miami might be the odd one out. I think Buffalo would like to do that to, you know, the second best team in their division. They like to keep it, you know, like to keep Miami out of the playoffs, you know, and I, I don't really think it's about really my, about Miami in this game. I think it's really just the bills are just playing been playing dominant and um, looks like two is going to start this game, but I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, it's, you know, maybe they're down 21 seven in the third quarter and they got to go right back to Fitzpatrick. And, and that's just, you know, to, I think this will be like the third or fourth time this season that two would have been benched. And that's just, I don't know, that's just not showing a good, you know, it's not showing a ton of faith in your rookie quarterback. I mean, Tua, I think is averaging like 100, 
50-something passing yards a game. Um, you look at some of the other rookie quarterbacks, Burrow before he got hurt and Justin Herbert, um, guys that were right, you know, drafted right up r- around where he was. I think they're both averaging, they're, you know, I think Herbert was like in the 280s and Burrow was like in the 260s. In and, they're on worse, and they're on worse teams too. On worse teams, absolutely. So Tua is doing less with a better roster around him. Now maybe you know I I don't think Miami I think Miami's offensive line is one of their one of their weaker positions but their rookie Austin Jackson who they drafted out of USC um, I think with their second first round pick he's been playing a lot better throughout the course of the season um, looks like uh, he'll be he'll be there for a while but yeah I just don't think we've really seen anything special from Tua I think he's been very safe he's very mature he has the the right mindset I feel like he's not. He's not like a Dwayne Haskins where he'll flame out in the second year because he has maturity issues. We don't. I don't think we're ever going to see that from Tua. I, I just. I really think the talent just isn't quite there. And maybe maybe we'll see him blossom in year two. But I just don't really think we've seen enough from here. And, and it, it looks worse given what Burrow and Herbert have been. Her, her Burrow and Herbert struggled too. I think maybe you look at it and be like, okay, well, it's twenty twenty, tough year for rookie quarterbacks. You know. Maybe maybe the Dolphins would feel higher about Tua, but you know to see Burrow and, and Burrow before he got hurt, and then Herbert throughout the entire course of the season just kind of light it up and average you know almost 300 passing yards a game. It, it almost it's like well, you know I think Tua with, with a really good roster, some good weapons, he should be doing something similar to that. And um, I don't know, I, I just you'd think that the Dolphins would kind of let him loose a little bit more and would play him in those really tight games. But at the same time, I mean, Miami's in a tough position because they're trying to make the playoffs, you know, and, and at the end of that Raiders game, I think they just were like, yeah, I think Tua, or Fitzpatrick gives us the best shot to, uh, to win us this game, and, and he, he, did, he did just that. Um, I just don't think he's ready. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, and I'm not, we can't write him off just yet. He's a young kid, 22, 23 years old. I think there are, you know, there's room for growth. It, it seems like he's got the right intangibles maturity doesn't seem to be an issue with Tua and if that's the case and I think he's going to continue to grow and I think being with a guy like Fitzpatrick and a really really good coach in Brian Flores and you know an offensive line that we think will get better I think he can have a really solid career but it's just I think right now this year I just don't we haven't seen a whole lot I don't think it's going to all just turn around all of a sudden against the Bills in this huge game and I, I think given the way the Bills have been playing I just can't pick anyone but them and I would pick them against any team in the league this week, I think. And uh, I just got to take them here against Miami. So let's go 30-21. to 21. Bills get it done. Yeah, and you, you know, going into week 17, there's always those games where you're like, oh, maybe I'll pick the upset. This is not the game to do it. It's just not the game to do it. I don't think so either. Yeah. And uh, Miami right now sitting at the fourth, uh, the fourth pick right now in the NFL draft via the Houston Texans. So, you know, bright future right there. They can get, you know, an offensive lineman, some offensive receiver right there, whatever they want to do with it. I mean, the bright Dolphins have a bright future. I think with that game last week against the Raiders and the Browns losing to the Jets, I think that just solidified Brian Flores being the coach of the year for me over Stefanski. Just because yeah, of that reason. I, I think so too. Um, and it's going to be, it might be tough if the Dolphins end up missing the playoffs, but uh, yeah. I, I think he's done a really good job there. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We still got a you know a couple games to pick. So, yeah. By the way, that that fourth pick from the Texans that was the Laramie Tunsil deal, right? Yes, sir. It was. It was. Yep. So you got Bills winning. What was the score you said? Thirty to twenty-one. Sounds good. Big win right there, Preston. Who do you got, man? 
Bills, 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 dollar, dollar, Bills, y'all. 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. Bills win 23 to 17. All right. So right now, since the Dolphins lost, that move Indianapolis at the seventh seed. But like I said, we still got this playoff machine. It's going to keep going. Next game, we got the New York Jets going on the road to play the New England Patriots. The Jets have not won a road game in New England since week 11 of 2008. So 12 years ago. That's actually something very interesting to know. The Patriots, I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it. This is their the first time since 2000 that they will not they will finish with a losing record. Uh, Bill Belichick just seems frustrated. You know, Cam Newton's obviously not their franchise quarterback that they're looking for. I mean, they didn't pay him that much anyway, so it's not like they're they're stuck with him or anything. And actually, some some QBs that they that they could uh, they could get next season. I, I was actually writing down a list uh, possible five QBs that they could possibly get. They could possibly get you know trade for Matthew Stafford. Uh, Andy Dalton's going to be a guy that, that will be there because we know what, how he's playing with the Cowboys right now. He's not playing to get paid from the Cowboys. He's playing to get paid as a starter on another team next year, whether that's a bad team, a good team. You know, Andy Dalton's going to be going to start somewhere next year. The way he's playing, uh, Derek Carr, just because John Gruden, I don't think he trusts him. And I, I think he's just too safe with the Raiders and they might see what they want with Mariota there. So not a big fan of Derek Carr staying in Las Vegas long-term. So that could be a thing. And then Cam Newton, if they'd end up keeping him and get some wide receiver help in the draft, we know they're going to have a top 10 pick most likely with the rate that they're going at. And, you know, maybe you get like a Jamar chase from LSU or a, uh, a Devonte Smith from Alabama. I don't know, you know, get somebody that can help your offense out. Cause that offense is just awful. Um, and then the other one, the last one, I just said Carson Wentz because, I mean, even if a team is going to trade for him, I, I don't think there's going to be that many teams trading for him because of his contract issues and the value. He doesn't have any value right now, but he's an option. So those are my five quarterbacks. Just something to note there. But yeah, Bill, Bill Belichick, you could tell he was frustrated. He was frustrated with the way the Patriots have been this season. And, you know, it's one thing where he, Belichick is not a, a coach to tank. Like you can tell, like he never, he's not one of those coaches that it's like, I'm going to tank. He's going to try to win with as less as he has. And we're seeing, I mean, I think our argument for who is, who has been more the, you know, the keys to success, the Brady or the Belichick, I think right now, I mean, it's starting to go into the direction of Brady, you know, every time that the Patriots step on the field and perform like this. So they're done. Uh, they got nothing to play for at this point. Um, and the Jets right now, meanwhile, Adam Gase is just evil, just absolutely evil. He knows he was only there to, to, to try to lock up a number one pick, and he didn't end up doing it. So now he's just kind of screwing the Jets over and be like, you know what? I'm about to get fired either way. So might as well win these last few games, look like a decent team, and I'm getting fired, but the Jets don't get what they want. So I don't know what the Jets are going to do with the number two seed right now. I mean, I don't know what they do with it. I, I really don't know. I mean – it was obviously going to be Trevor Lawrence, but I don't know what you do now. If you're going to get Justin Fields, I mean, that's an L for me because I don't think Justin Fields is going to be that great of a pro quarterback. So, Jets, I don't know what you're going to do at number two. Good luck with that. You guys, your franchise is screwed for the next five to ten years. I don't know. They're a mess. But what is the spread in this game, Preston? The Patriots are favored by three. Patriots are favored by three. Okay, week 17, 16 to 0. Are you taking the Jets? Jets? Hell no. Nah. Um, I mean, I think Belichick's frustrated, but he's not going to go out and freaking lose to the Jets. I mean, New England at home, you can't go wrong with that. 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. 
Patriots win. Home field advantage, 16-12. to 12. Glad Hill? I just know for a fact that if I pick the Jets in this game, they're going to lose. I don't know. I just don't want the L in my in my column. You know, I don't. I don't want. I. I just. Yeah. I. If I pick the Patriots, I think the Jets have a have a shot. But I. I know I'm going to pick. If I pick the Jets, it's not going to work out for me. So I. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game. It, I mean, obviously it's tough because the Jets have won back to back games and Donald's been playing well, but. Uh, I, I think the Patriots' defense steps up in this game. It's a low-scoring game, boring. I mean, there really are no implications in this game. It doesn't really matter who wins. It doesn't in terms yeah. of the whole, whole playoff conversation. But yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go and stick with the uh, Patriots, and and that you know I think they're gonna finish the season uh, on a winning note. Uh, let's go uh, twenty-three to seventeen. Well, well, well. It looks like we got the odd man out here. I'm taking, give me those New York Jets, baby. Give me them. It's week 17. Wow. I got nothing to lose. Who cares? I mean, like, who cares? This game. Go means- for it. Yeah. Why not? 27 24. I got the Jets winning three in a row. <laughs> Adam Gase's last game as a head coach. Hopefully. I mean, shoot. <laughs> Could you imagine if after all this, they don't fire him? That'd be like such a Jet thing to do. They just plan to tank again. Yeah. I mean, shoot, their best case scenario is Trevor Lawrence ends up staying another year if he actually can, and then they try to take for him again. That'd be so funny. But, no, yeah, like I said, whatever. I mean, this game means absolutely nothing like Gladhill said. I'll take the Jets 27-24. to 24. All right, next game. We got the Baltimore Ravens going on the road to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore is another team trying to fight to stay in the playoffs right now. Uh, Ravens clinch a playoff berth with the win, so pretty much control their own destiny. You win, you're in. So, Preston, what's the spread in this game? Um, Ravens are favored by pending uh, 11 and a half. Big-ass spread. Big-ass spread. Okay, so if you look at two years ago, the Ravens and the Bengals have played in Week 17 for a chance to clinch a playoff berth. So, I mean, these teams know each other super well. I would not be surprised in the slightest if this game was close. I mean, even how bad the Bengals are. I mean, division game. The, the Bengals hate the Ravens. The Ravens hate the Bengals, obviously. I mean, they, they can go in there and maybe have an early lead or something, but I don't know. The, the Ravens are just playing two complimentary football right now. Well, you said 11-point spread. That's that's huge. Like, that that's something that you don't bet against. I mean, even if you're trying to go 16-0 uh, in your in your picks, I don't think that's a game you want to you wanna F with as well. But I'll go ahead and start this game. I'll just get this one out of the way. I got the Ravens winning, but I do have the Bengals covering. So I'll say the Ravens win by touchdown. Not really much more to say. I think the Ravens right now, if look, see if I have them winning, they'll be the fifth seed as of right now. So I'm going to go ahead. Yep, that's pretty easy one right here. Not too much to talk about. Ravens get it done, and I have them going to fifth seed right now, 31 to 24. The Bengals will cover. Gladio, who do you got? You know, you said it earlier on the podcast that the, that the Bills and the Ravens are the two teams in the AFC that you really don't want to see right now. Ravens are playing really good football. If they win this game, they'd move to. Um, 11-5. Actually, what's kind of crazy is the Ravens could potentially miss the playoffs if they lose this game to the Bengals and then a few other things happen. Maybe the Browns win, Indy wins. This is one of the games that Miami needs to really look at if they lose. Looks like if the Beng- it looks like if the Bengals win, even if the Dolphins lose, the Ravens would not make it. Right. The Dolphins would get well, in. Well, let's see. What if the Browns seed. lose, though? 
Okay, Baltimore would, would go back in if the, the Steelers would win, though. Yep. So it's, it's just weird. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, but. But I don't see this going the Bengals yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens are playing better football than a lot of teams in the league right now. They're, they're, they're a good team. You know, I think, I think people were expecting perfection this year. I think, you know, people were expecting 14 and two this year that they had the roster to do it, but weird year, you know, every team's going to have injuries throughout the season. Um, and Lamar, you know, say what you want. He's been playing some really good football recently. And, um, you know, I think, I think Baltimore has been a lot better on the defensive side recently too. And I do like how they're coached. So uh, I think, I think they're on a little bit of a mission because I do think that, you know, they remember, they know what people were saying about them, you know, losing in the playoffs the last couple of years um, in the, you know, in the first round, this is kind of, this is, this is a, a good chance for them. And if they slot into the five seed and they end up playing, you know, say a Tennessee in the uh, wild card, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens in that game on the road. Um, but we'll get to that later if it happens um, in this game against the Bengals. I do see the Ravens. Um, winning pretty comfortably we'll go 31 to 14 okay Preston yeah if you think I'm picking the Bengals um, you are absolutely wrong the Bengals obviously they can't stop the pass rush for their lives you know even if it was freaking Mongolia it's like I don't know I don't know where I was going with that but (laughs) the Ravens are going to get at least six sacks um, on whoever's playing quarterback, even though Brandon Allen threw for 300 yards last week, that was against the Texas defense. Let's let's humble ourselves, guys. Okay, Bengals might have won two in a row, but let's be honest. They're not going to be able to protect Brandon Allen back there. Take the over on sacks for Baltimore. Baltimore wins 16-0, 16-0, 16-0. Baltimore wins 27-23. All right, very nice. Let's move on to the next game. And this is possibly the biggest game of the week uh, for some people. Definitely the biggest game of the week in the ASC as far as playoff implications go. The Pittsburgh Steelers going on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. Now, let me just say that I had this game locked up for the Steelers winning. But Big Ben is not playing. Mason Rudolph is starting. A lot of people think this is going to be a Miles Garrett revenge game. I've been seeing all the memes. Uh, I saw a meme today where it was like Miles Garrett when he gets past the Steelers offensive line and it was Stephen A and it was on first take and he was like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's, how's it going? What's up, bro? It was so funny, bro. Stephen A is just a walking meme now. Yeah, what's the spread in this game, Preston? The Browns are favored by 10. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense because of Rudolph, but 10? Oh my gosh. Okay, Browns clinch a first playoff berth since 2002 with the win. Wow. Wait, I thought it was 2008. Or no, maybe 2008 was a winning season. Okay, but I guess playoffs must be 2002. Okay, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, this is just what this is telling me right now. Uh, Preston, go ahead and kick us off. I mean, I know last, last time these two teams played, y'all both picked the Browns and I picked the Steelers. And y'all, y'all regretted that one. So, but this time is a lot different circumstances. Pittsburgh finally got a win versus the the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts choked that game. They were up twenty four to seven. Ended up losing that game. It came down to you know there were some questionable calls. You could argue that the rest were on the Steelers side that game. But Philip Rivers did it. He he choked in uh, big games. So that that's what happened. I was afraid it was going to happen. It happened for us. Me and Gladwell picked the Colts. 
hitting ourselves in the head for that one. But Preston, I know you stayed strong on that Steelers bandwagon besides them losing three straight and you, you stuck with Steelers. So I'm interested. Preston, who are you picking this week? Are the Browns going to make it or are they not? Man, the Browns have a chance to make history this week. Man, oh man, oh man. This will be the first time I remember the Browns making the playoffs in my entire life. What? I was going to say, they have a chance to make history in a good and bad way. <laughs> yes, and bad way. Obviously, Cleveland has dealt with their fair share of bamboozlements and bad luck. Man, oh man, oh man. Would it be bad if they end up not making the playoffs as a 10-win team? A 10-win team not making the playoffs just because they decided to choke to the Jets in Week 16? Then you've got, on top of that, the Mason-Rudolph drama. Man, is, is it a revenge game for Mason-Rudolph, though? I mean, he did get hit in the helmet. He did get hit in the head with the helmet. He did get hit in the head. I think both teams might have chips on their shoulders in this one. Oh, there's going to be uh, a lot of as, bad blood. Is Pittsburgh resting anybody else? Uh, okay, so this is what Mike Tomlin officially said, the decision to start Mason Rudolph. He said he's hoping to airmail some starters into the playoffs, but he also said the vast majority of the guys that have been playing will be playing. Man, that makes this game so darn tricky. But you know what? The Browns are going to lose in historic fashion. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to beat them. They're going to beat the brakes off them. They hate the Browns. My, oh, my, oh, my. Pittsburgh wins 30 to 27. They lose at the end of the game to a field goal. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Poor Browns. They own them. I mean, they do own them. Big Ben does own them. He has 23 wins against them. So, would not surprise me in the slightest. But, hey, Preston, you forgot something. Big Ben isn't playing. Big Ben is not playing, and that changes the whole pick for me. I had the Steelers locking it up and winning that game, and the Browns were going to make history in a bad way. But guess what? Mason Rudolph's playing. Miles Garrett is going to be all over him. I, th I just think the Browns are going to be fired up this week. They know they cannot lose another game. You know, I think Kevin Stefanski, you know, he brought him back. He rallied him back, and he said, okay, we just lost to the Jets. We're Right now, we're still in, fortunately, because the Colts lost. So we got to take care of business and win. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, it'd be such a 2020 thing for the Browns, you know, to have 10 wins and not make the playoffs. But guess what? They play on Sunday. It would technically be 2021. So <laughs> something to note there. The Browns are going to get their first win in 2021, and they're going to make the playoffs. The Steelers, they're going to be fine. I don't think this is a smart idea at all for Mike Tomlin to rest some of these guys. It's not like they were 11 and 0 and they kept winning and then locked up a number one seed. Like they didn't do that. Like they lost three straight and then they come back and they beat the Colts. And right now they're fighting for a second seed with the Bills. If the Bills lose, which the Bills are probably not going to lose, but still, you're fighting for something. Why are you benching Big Ben? And I know that Big second, sorry to interrupt you, but that second seed is extremely important. Um, whoever has a second seed, they get an extra week to game plan for Kansas City. Yeah. So Mike Tomlin is pretty damn confident that he's going to win this game. I think they're going to get a little too overconfident, and I got the Browns sneaking one in here. You said 30-27. to 27. I actually think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I actually don't think this is going to be that that high-scoring. I'm going to say 24-16 to 16 Browns win. Mason Rudolph does not play well, and that does change the pick for me. So 24-16, to 16, and baby, the Browns, I'm, I'm on your side this week, Browns. You guys are going to get into the playoffs. You guys win, and that would make you all the sixth seed. Gladhill, who do you got? 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have to agree with you. Um, I think the Browns will get this win. To be honest, I really just don't trust Mason Rudolph in this one. Um, hasn't played all season. I am interested, though, because this might be kind of a revenge game for him. It, this is this is Baker Mayfield versus, versus Mason Rudolph. This is, this is Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. Um, this is Mason Rudolph hating the Browns after what happened last year. Miles Garrett doesn't like the Steelers. Mason Rudolph doesn't like the Browns. This is going to be a fun game. Like you said, there will be a lot of bad blood in this one. But, yeah, because because of the, you know, no Big Ben in this game, even with Big Ben starting, I think I would still take the Browns. Um, I think they're the better team right now, even though they lost to the Jets. I think they're going to be extremely focused this week. Not that the Steelers won't, but I think the Browns know what's at stake here. You know, I, I think Baker's going to have to make some big plays down the stretch, but I think really if, if Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunter willing to ha- are able to have a big game, they did not, you know, neither of them played that well against the Jets, which, you know, put the ball in Baker's hands and he made some mistakes, didn't make the plays necessary to, to win. He fumbled the ball a few times. Yeah, I mean, if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt get going, I think the Browns will, will run up the score early, and I just don't think the Steelers will be able to match it. I think that's going to happen, and I think the Browns will win, like, I'm going to go 30-15. to 15. Wow, so that'd be a big, big win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be such a Browns thing to do if like more, I cannot think of something more devastating than week 17. You got to win to get in and you lose to Mason Rudolph after. Every- yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm not, I'm not, I really, I just want to see it all collapse. I really do. There's a part of me that just wants to see them. I, I know this is not popular. Yes. Glad hell. Push, I'm telling you, man, I think the Browns are going to win this game, but there is a part of me that when I'm watching this game, even though I'm picking the Browns, I there's you know there's that part of me that wants wants to see the Steelers absolutely play spoiler, and after owning the Browns for the last 20 years, it seems like 15, 20 years, they put their backup quarterback in, force a couple Baker turnovers, snuff out Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, win a low scoring game. Mason Rudolph just does enough. James Conner is able to run the ball. Yeah, I, I, there, there's a part of me that wants to see that happen. Bro, happen that's, you know? that's some maybe devil- there's, maybe there's a missed field goal at the end of the game. You know, my boy Cody Parkey comes out and does a double doink. You know, so then the Browns end up missing the playoffs. This is Cody, pa- Cody Parkey's your kicker, I think, right? And I'm telling you, you know, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of bad mojo in my opinion. I, I don't think you want that guy around. We saw what happened in the Bears in in the Bears Eagles game a few years ago. I think I think I don't know. This man but is I do, evil. How could how could I, you wish that on Browns fans after all this? What a I, no, I just there, there's that sense of me that like that just wishes for tragedy upon all Browns fans. That like you think this is gonna be the year. You got like a ninety percent chance of two weeks to go, and your team just coughs it up. You lose to the Jets. You lose to the steel. You lose to the Jets. You don't deserve to go to the playoffs. And <laughs> you know, if, if they lose this game, man, it would it would honestly there would be a little joy in the back of my heart. I'm sorry, there would be. I'm just being honest. I'm stating how I feel. I'm picking the Browns. Like I said, I think they're going to win comfortably, just because I think I think they're going to be extra focused this week, and I think they're going to run the ball well enough. And, and Mason Rudolph's just not. I don't think he's he's good enough at quarterback. I I just you know, but. 
yeah, no, there's there's gonna be that part of me that's rooting for the rooting for the uh, Steelers. Well, you got a little when- evil side to you because this is this is why I do not want that to happen. One, I actually like respect Browns fans. I think they've suffered enough, and I I like Baker, as so I I would want to see him get into the playoffs. But come on, like, the Steelers. I hate the Steelers franchise with all my heart. I hate Mason Rudolph. So that's just really the icing on the cake right there. Like I'm gonna be hardcore. I'm picking the Browns and I'm hardcore wanting them to win. Like I, I, I want them to win. When the Browns lose the game uh, this Sunday, I'm going to drive down to Temecula and, uh, and give Tickner a little visit. Oh yes. I forgot Tickner too. I'm going to drive, uh, drive down to Temecula. I, I love that dude. I love that dude so much, but if he just starts blowing up in the, in the group chat, it would, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna drive down, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna bring him like like a cake or something that says "Sorry for your loss" or something like that. <laughs> oh, you know he's gonna be devastated. So is my boy Brady, who's actually uh he's trying to play for first place in the pick. So could you imagine he fell to third? Could you imagine if he fell to like fourth and then his Browns lost? I mean, it just not be a good day for Browns. I know he was having a tough week last week when they lost to the Jets. Because I remember that whole week, he was so worried. He was like, bro, we might not make the playoffs. We might not make the playoffs. I'm like, dude, you guys are playing the Jets. You guys are going to beat the Jets. You'll be fine. And they lost to the Jets. And then he, like, started getting mad. He's like, see, I told you. I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I did not think you would lose to the freaking Jets. Like, come on now. Uh, but, yeah. Praying for my man, Brady. Praying for you guys. Brady, if you're watching this, I'm hardcore going for your Browns this week. Let's get it. All right, let's move on. The next game, we normally save this, this game for last, but it's on the playoff machine, and I, j- I just can't wait to talk about it. So let's just get on into it. We got the Dallas Cowboys going on the road to play the New York Giants. Dallas has won seven straight games versus the New York Giants. Five and ten, six and nine. Somebody's going to get into the playoffs from the NFC East. Who is it going to be? It's either going to be Washington Washington football team, they control their own destiny. They win, they beat Philly, they're in. But if they lose, it's going to come down to this game as the NFC winner. But unfortunately, we're going to see, it's really going to come down to the Eagles and Washington game because this game is happening at 12. The Eagles and Washington game, surprisingly, is actually the last game we see in week 17. So that's going to decide the division right there. All right, what's the spread in this game? Cowboys are favored by three. Tres puntos. So, unfortunately, Gledhill just told me that he's going to have to get going here in a second. He's got some family stuff to do. But, Gledhill, I'll let you pick this game first because it's the Cowboys, and you always pick the Cowboys first. Hell, yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited uh, for this game. I mean, this is probably, outside of Browns-Steelers, this is the game I'm most looking forward to. At this point, like, we're not going to get it. The, Cowboy, we're not, the Cowboys aren't going to get a super high draft pick, so – I just I want to see them in the playoffs. I don't think they're a team that can win a playoff game, especially because it looks like they they'd play Tampa Bay in the first round. I just don't see them winning that game. But um, I want to see them make it, man. I, I do. I know they're you know sure you know there are people out there who be like, oh, I'd rather see them have the tenth pick than the thirteenth pick. But no, I want to see them in the playoffs. Um, I'm rooting for them in this point. game. Hey, seven and nine. I mean, it's not not a catastrophe, man. I mean, you lose. You can say what you want about Mike McCarthy. Say what you want about the Cowboys' defense, Mike Nolan, whatever. You lose your starting quarterback, you know, three, four weeks into the season. He was playing MVP level. And, you know, you're basically your quarterback by committee for a few weeks. Andy Dalton's finally healthy, playing really well. The defense has been playing better. 
Um, they have a shot if they win this game to finish seven and nine, which is, I mean, it's not a it's not a catastrophe. Sure, it's not a great season. Sure, it's typical Cowboys finishing right around the middle of the pack. But I mean, gosh, people were. I remember, I remember back in you know whatever you know October when people were like, oh, they're worse than the Jets. They're the worst team in the league right now. You know, they like get out of here. Like Cowboys have been playing better recently. Had a couple impressive wins. At um, 49ers, one was, was pretty impressive. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're not that great of a team. They're not going to win a playoff game. But, you know, yeah, potentially a 7-9 team. I think they're going to beat the Giants in this game. I do. And we'll have to see what happens in the Washington-Philadelphia um, game. If Alex Smith ends up playing, then I think I like Washington, unfortunately. But um, in this game alone, I'm going to take the uh, Cowboys. 33 to 26. Preston. Who's starting for the Giants? Is it Daniel Jones? Is Dan- It'll be Daniel, Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones, has he even won any games since he's been back? Who did they last beat? Was it the Seahawks? I think the Seahawks was their last win. And that was with Colt yeah, McCoy. But, yeah, that was with Colt McCoy. So no. So no. Man, the Cowboys are possibly about to do this. I mean, I just got to go with the Cowboys with the uh, – I mean, they got the hot hand right now. You look at their last two weeks, um, last three weeks actually, uh, dominant victories against not very good teams, but, I mean, teams that are arguably just as bad as the Giants. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Cowboys here. As much as I want to pick the Giants and have them be the worst team ever to win a division – it's not going to happen. The winner of this division is going to be seven and nine. Unfortunately, I thought we were going to break records, but I guess not. Cowboys win 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. Put the house on it. Cowboys win and beat the spread 37 to 31. All right, guys. So here's the deal. I'm just going to come out here and say that, uh, you know, I apologize. I apologize because I know all since really since Dak went down and and I know I made my resign letter about, you know, never having having hope with the Cowboys. And and don't get me wrong, like I, I am on the same page as Gled Hill right now. We're at the point where we're so far gone with our draft pick because you look at our team three weeks ago because we won three straight. Right. We beat the Bengals. We beat the 49ers and then we just beat the uh, the Eagles. So three mediocre teams. But the point is, we're playing a lot better. Right. And so we won three straight. But three weeks ago, we were sitting at like the fourth pick. And then now we're literally not even in the top 10. So we're at the point where you're just so far gone. And if you win the division, you're automatically what? If you win the division, don't you automatically get like 19th pick? Isn't that how it works or something like that? I think it's like 18th or 19th, something like that. But either way, the Cowboys are so far gone. They already ruined it by, I mean, they could have got away with beating the Bengals because they beat the Bengals and they were still top five. But then they beat the 49ers and they went all the way to eighth. Now they just beat the Eagles and they're not even in the top 10. So we're at that point where it doesn't even matter. Like I can't root against them to lose anymore because it doesn't mean anything. The pick doesn't mean anything. It's gone. The draft pick is gone. Like the whole tank, oh, let's tank. It's gone. So it got to the point where I was watching that Eagles game and I'm like, you know what? As much as I've wanted the Cowboys to lose all this year, like we're already so far gone. Screw it. Let's just win this game. And I was happy that we won. I'm, I was happy the way we played. I'm, I was happy that Andy Dalton has been playing good, you know, learning the offense. And and I, I can already tell that next year he's going to go to a team and, and, and get paid some pretty decent amount of money and start for that team. And I'll be rooting for him. So 
um, yeah, this is great for this is great for Andy Dalton. And I think the Cowboys right now are, are you know finding a way to get it done. And I think they're going to get it done against this Giants team. We you know we always match up well against the Giants, and I don't think the Giants are a good team. So I think uh, our defense is going to play a lot better. We know Mike Nolan's going to be out. Looks like Kellen Moore is going to going to be gone. He says he wants to be a head coach, and he's probably going to get the head position head coach position at Boise State. So maybe that will help a little bit with the play calling in the future. We'll have to see what Mike McCarthy does in his second year. I think once we see what he does after a full year with the team and second year and him calling the plays, then we can really make a, a really good judgment on if he's a good coach or not. So I guess we'll see. And if he's outdated, but you know, I, there was a lot of great things I saw in that game. I mean, say what you want about the Cowboys, terrible defense. I mean, they have arguably the best receiving core in football, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL, CD lamb, who's going to be a star, I think in a couple of years, you just got a lot of guys. And I, you know, no matter what happens, no matter how bad the Cowboys are going to be, I could be confident the receivers are always going to produce for us. So it's always good to see. And it was it was nice to see Zeke back in action. Um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott forced 11 missed tackles in the run game against the Eagles. That's the most by a running back uh, this in a game this season. So, you know, there's been a lot of criticism towards him. You know, like, oh, he's washed up. He doesn't have the burst. Tony Pollard's better. So I think there was a lot of chip on his shoulder right now to, you know, just go in there and, and have a good game. So I hope he can get more consistent. I know he's had some fumbling problems this year, but I think when he's at his best and he gets his own line back and he gets his quarterback back next year, he's going to play a lot better and prove the haters wrong. But nonetheless, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. Uh, I want to see them win in the division. And I really do think that uh, if Taylor Heineke starts for the Washington football team this week, then I think the Eagles are really going to win that game with Jalen Hurts. So I'm, I want to see the Cowboys do it. I want to see the Cowboys do it at this point. I know I've been anti-Cowboys these past few weeks, but like I said, already too far gone. It doesn't even matter. So might as well root for them to win. I got the Cowboys winning 34 to 23. And Hill, before you leave, go ahead and pick the rest of your games. Yep. Perfect. So uh, we'll move on to the uh, Vikings-Lions game. And um, you know what? I think the uh, Dalvin Cook's not going to play. Um, Dalvin Cook is not playing. Lost his father. um, So praying for Dalvin Cook and his family. uh, But he's going to be out in this game against the the Lions. So you know what? I'm going to take the Lions at home. I think they finish out strong. And is Matt Stafford playing? He didn't practice today. Well, if he's out... I think you got to take the Vikings. Um, you know what? If he, you know, play, almost, if, he, if he does play, this will probably be his last game in Detroit, I think. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to take the Vikings. Uh, who am I kidding? Even without Delvin Cook, I think they're out, right? There's no way the Vikings make it. Yeah, they're done. Um, they're done. I think I think they're going to win. I think they're the better team. Um, Vikings close out with a win. 27-23 Vikings. Falcons, Buccaneers. Um yeah, I, I like I like Tampa. I think Tampa's been playing pretty good football lately. Tom Brady with another excellent season. I'm telling you, man, I, I think it's becoming more and more clear to me that he was the system in New, in uh, New England. He was the guy that was that was you know it, he wasn't a system QB. He was the guy running the show. Josh McDaniels didn't have success. Didn't have a whole lot of success without Tom Brady. Neither did Belichick. Not that they aren't great coaches, but I think Tom Brady was. Um, was by far, far and away the leader. He's having a wonderful season this year. I think the Buccaneers finished it off with a win. So I'm going to take Tampa. We'll go 30 to 23. Titans, Texans, interesting game. Both teams, the Titans win. Looks like they would clinch the four seed um, in the AFC playoff race. And I think they're going to do just that. I think they're going to come back from the uh, Green Bay game extra focused. And this is a really big game for them. 
Um, if they, I think if they lose in other things, I think they'll they have a good shot at making the playoffs, obviously. But if they lose and some other things happen, they might not make it. So they, but they obviously control their own destiny in this game. They win, they win the division. They're going to get it done against the Titans. Um, we'll go thirty-four to twenty-four. Moving on to the Colts and Jaguars, I like Indianapolis. Um, I think uh, I saw a report today that this might be it for Philip Rivers. They don't make the playoffs or something. I called it. I called um, it. I said this was his farewell season. And I'm telling you, man, I think they should. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think they should trade for Carson Wentz. They got Frank Reich as their head coach. Frank Reich and Carson Wentz worked back in 2017. I know you're making that face. Uh, something they, they, I think they should definitely consider in the offseason. I'd like to see Carson Wentz rejuvenate his career, maybe make a move for Matt Stafford. Um, but anyways, yeah, the Colts, um, they have a win-now roster, maybe need to be a little bit more dynamic at quarterback in the future, and they're going to take care of business against the Jaguars, and they will end up making the postseason. So let's go 38-20. to 20. Raiders Broncos. I think the Raiders will be in back-to-back scoregami weeks. I think this is going to be a really weird scoring game. I can just kind of sense it. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game to finish out the season strong. I think they're completely out of it at this point, right? I mean, there's really no. No, they got eliminated last week. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. I remember after that Dolphins game. Okay. Um, this is going to be a weird game, but the Raiders finish out strong. Let's go 22 to 18. Score that's never happened before. Moving on, um, Chargers, Chiefs, Chiefs without Mahomes in this game. They're going to rest him, already have the number one seed, probably resting a couple other guys. I'm going to take Chargers in this one. I think Herbert finishes out the season strong, and I think the Chargers get a big win on the road. I mean, not a ton of implications in this game. We know the Chiefs will be the number one overall seed. People are going to have their doubts about him. I get it. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how they are in the postseason after a bye. They'll have extra time to prepare for – you know, potentially a matchup with Baltimore or or Tennessee or something, but I think they uh, or even Cleveland or Indianapolis if they can they can pull off upsets. But in this game, I do like Justin Herbert to finish out the season strong, um, and the Chargers are going to get a nice road win to end their season. Packers Bears thought about taking the Bears for the upset. Their offense is kind of on fire right now, which is kind of weird. What a weird turnaround for the Bears. But I think the Packers will, will win this game. I think they're. You know, I think I think they're the best team in the NFC right now at this moment. I think Aaron Rodgers pretty much sealed up the MVP last week against the Titans. He is just absolutely rolling. Packers are good offensively and defensively. If I had to pick it right now, I, I know I, I like a different team in the NFC each and every week. I mean, there was one week I like the Rams, another week I like Seattle. Um, right now, I'm I'm kind of rolling with Green Bay. I, maybe I'm too high off of that win over the Titans, but. I just really like their team, and I think they're going to beat the Bears in this one. Really close. Excited to see this one, 34-31. It seems like the Packers and Bears always have some really good late-season games. Uh, I know we, we saw some back you know, eight years ago when Jay Cutler was their quarterback. We saw some really good Packers-Bears games. It kind of went down to the wire. I think this is going to be another one of those. I think the Bears' offense continues to roll, but um, – Green Bay just a little too good, and they are playing for that one seed, so we know they're going to go all out in this one because they might have a bye week. Saints-Panthers. Saints also playing for seeding. If they if the Packers win and the Saints lose, the Saints would probably fall down to the three seed. But if they win, they, are, they get the two seed. I think they're going to get this win against the Panthers. I could actually see this being a, a trap game for them. I, I do – um, any, I think the Panthers have kind of screwed up a lot of team seasons. They've 
they've, they've had some really good games every now and then. And, and I think they're a team that, that is on playoff alert next year. So really like what obviously what Matt Rule's doing there in, in Carolina. Um, but you know what? I'm going to take the Saints in this game. I think they're going to they're going to get it done and, and they're going to um, get the second seed. Um, I like their offense a lot. They're going to win 37 to 26. And then Cardinals Rams, really tough one. This is interesting because we look at all my previous picks. If we're getting to the, the two NFC West games, which are which have some implications for sure. Cardinals win this game. It looks like it'd be Los Angeles as the seventh seed, Arizona as the sixth seed. Let's say LA wins this game with John Wolford as their quarterback. If LA wins this game, given the previous picks I've made, then Los Angeles would be the sixth seed, and Chicago at eight and eight would be the seventh seed. Um, that would be pretty interesting. That would obviously leave Arizona out of the playoffs. Arizona has a lot to play for in this game. And I, I'm sorry, I just don't know what, what we're going to see out of John Wolford. And I think Arizona, um, you know, both these NFC West teams coming off of losses last week. Um, so they're both going to be super focused. This is going to be a game that I'm certainly excited to see how it plays out. But I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one on the road. Um, I think they get it done against John Wolford and the Rams. Wait, wait, wait. Who's John Wolford? He's their starting quarterback. Jared Goff. He's like a, I don't know. Jared what Goff broke his thumb. Yeah. What? So he's out for the year? Well, he's out for at least this week. <laughs> yeah. When did he break his thumb? Last game? Last game, yeah. So we'll oh. see. Well, I guess I missed the memo. Yeah, but I think I think they're losing patience with golf anyways, but it's a different debate. And then Seahawks, 49ers. Um, I like Seattle right now. I think they're playing better football. I think they're I think they're really good on the defensive side. Yes, I question their offensive line. Running backs are healthy though. And they are playing well on the defensive side of the ball. We saw that last week against the Rams. I like Seattle right now. I think they're going to beat the 49ers on the road. Washington, Philadelphia. Now, this one is tough because if Alex Smith plays with that Washington defense, I would pick Washington. But, man, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it. Screw it. I think Washington wins this game. Even if Taylor Heineke starts – I think Washington and that defense, I think they would have a good plan against Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Washington. I think they're going to be the fourth seed. I think Washington is actually a, a decent team, really good on the defensive side of the football, arguably have a top five defense in the league. Taylor Heineke looked decent. But, you know, you run the ball well, got a couple guys back there in the backfield who can get it done. I think Washington beats Philadelphia on the road. And um, they're going to be the fourth seed. So before I get off, you know, I'm going to look at the, the playoff scenario right now. Right now, if all these picks work out the way, I think they will. Green Bay would have the first seed. would get the bye. Los Angeles, the seventh seed, would play New Orleans, the second seed in the first round. Arizona, the sixth seed, would play Seattle, the third seed. And then Tampa Bay, the fifth seed, would play Washington, the fourth seed. In the AFC, we'd have Kansas City. Obviously, we know they're getting the bye. Indianapolis, the seventh seed, would play Buffalo, the second seed. Cleveland, the sixth seed, would play Pittsburgh, the third seed. Another divisional battle there. We'd have a rematch of this week. And then Baltimore, the fifth seed, would play the Titans, the fourth seed, which means uh, Miami doesn't make it. So, yep, that's that's all I got. 
Well, Gledhill, I wish I could, uh, you know, talk to you about some of these picks because I wanted to get on to you a little bit about some of them, but I know you got somewhere to be. Appreciate you joining, man. We'll see you next week for wildcard yeah. picks, man. All right, sounds good, man. All right, have a bye, good Gledhill. Bye, guys. I'll see you. Uh, excuse me. Did we just hear that right? What he just said at the end there? Taylor Heineke played decent. What? First of all, he came in because Dwayne Haskins got benched because Dwayne Haskins is literally ass. Anyways, uh, we got some more games to pick. We both got Cowboys in that game. Let's move on. Vikings at Lions. What's the spread in that game, Preston? Last time I checked, the Vikings were favored, and they are still favored by a touchdown. Okay. So Minnesota's won six straight games versus Detroit. It doesn't look like Matthew Stafford is going to play. I mean, he was he he didn't even practice this today. I don't I don't know. It, it it doesn't matter. Matthew Stafford or not, I think the Vikings. I mean, obviously there's something to note with obviously Dalvin Cook being out uh, for Sunday's game after the death of his father. Prayers for Dalvin Cook. That's you know terrible to happen, especially you know at the end of such a terrible year. Um, don't know the details on that. Not going to focus on that right now, but just prayers for him. But I mean, even though he's out and there, he's a big part of that offense. And I don't trust Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. They're playing a Lions defense that's atrocious, and I think they're still going to be able to run the ball effectively with Alexander Madison. He's a solid backup, one of the best backup running backs in the league. So I don't think they'll have a problem with that. Uh, as long as Kirk Cousins just doesn't try to get overconfident and throw the ball by himself, they should win this game. So yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, but with Dalvin Cook being out, I'll say they score. Let's give the Vikings. 25 and we'll give the lions uh 20 who do you got i believe matthew stafford is going to come out and he's going to give lions fans the performance of a lifetime it's going to be a farewell game for him he's going to come out and he's going to play i i know it's saying he's questionable but i think he's going to come out find a way this might be will most likely be his last game i think in so. the lions uniform and i think he's going to give them a show and with Dalvin Cook being out, that confirms my pick for me. Uh, obviously, prayers up to his father. But 16-0, and 16-0, 16-0, Lions win 29-22. to I like that score. Yeah, I mean, obviously, both these teams have nothing to play for, so I wouldn't be surprised if any of them win. It doesn't matter to me. All right. Next game, Atlanta Falcons going on the road to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay's 29.9 points per game this season is a franchise record. Uh, they clinched their first playoff spot or for the first time in what I think since like 2007 or something like that. It's been a while. Say what you want. I mean, they probably had a little bit of a disappointed team, you know, maybe with the roster that they have, but they, they played this, this, this team two weeks ago and the Atlanta chokers choked it. They were up, what, like 24 to – seven or something like that it was crazy they they blew it what's the spread in this game Preston Tampa Bay is favored by six and a half Tampa Bay is favored by six and a half right now they're sitting at the fifth seed it's looking like they're going to lock that up because the fourth seed right now they're they're not going to win the division and they're not going to fall so they're pretty much set and stoned at that game this game really doesn't mean nothing. I mean, for pride, you know, it could be a little bit of a dangerous game, especially how the Falcons played last time against them and how the big of a lead. And maybe, you know, they're just like, okay. But I think they need some momentum going into that wild card round. They're going to play either Washington, New York, or Dallas. Whoever wins the NFC East, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> so virtually they get a bye week in the first round. I mean, if you think about it. So <laughs> I'll let you start this game. Yeah, the Buccaneers are going to end up being a really good five seed. Um, I think it's going to be easy for them. They're going to have a first, uh, a good first game to get them some momentum. 
once they get to the playoffs. And right here, I don't think this is going to be an easy win, but I think they are going to come out and compete. Bruce Arians already said they aren't resting anybody. They are planning to play to win. So Buccaneers win this game, you know, 16-0, and you know, 16-0, and 16-0. and Buccaneers win 31-25. to I got 35 to 28 Tampa Bay wins. They get the momentum going into the wild card round. Not really much more to say about that game. Next game, we got the Tennessee Titans going on the road to play the Houston Texans. Uh, Texans just absolutely terrible. I mean, Titans can clinch the AFC South to the win, so they pretty much control their own destiny, but they could also miss the playoffs if some things happen. So need to take care of business here. Um, you still have something to play for. You're fighting for that division, especially at the Colts. You know the Colts most likely are going to beat the Jaguars. Uh, so you got to take care of business here. You got to take care of business here. Uh, what's the spread in this game? The Titans are favored by seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. Division game. Last time these teams played Derrick Henry had like 212 rushing yards on them and they won an OT. The thing about the Titans is their defense. They don't, they just don't have the pass rush in the defense, uh, you know, with Jadavion Clowney being out and they don't have anybody to get to the quarterback. We saw in that, that game versus the Packers. I mean, we saw a little bit of great things offensively. Couldn't get the ball going, running with Derrick Henry like we thought they were going to, but it was also snowy, bad weather game. I mean, I get it. No excuse, though. They just got pounded. I mean, they couldn't get any pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had all day to throw the ball. And because of that reason, I do think the Texans will cover. I do think the Texans will cover. And I'm going to say that this is actually a close game, 30-28. to 28. If I was J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson, I would request a trade because – the Texans are just in a bad spot right now. Like, especially if they get like Jim Caldwell or the Marvin Lewis, those guys that they were, I don't, I feel like they're just not going to get the head coach that they want. And then on top of that, their first round pick is to the dolphins. So they don't have a first round pick to help out, you know, with their, with their problems right now. So the Texans right now just need to rebuild, rebuild around Deshaun Watson and that defense. So they're just in a tough spot right now. Yeah, Bill O'Brien just kind of put him in a really tough spot. But they, you know, with Deshaun Watson, they're always in a game. And I think the lack of the pass rush in the defense of the Titans, I do think that the Texans will cover. So I say 30 to 28, the Titans win. They somehow find a way to finish and they get they end up locking up the ASC South. But yeah, like I said, you know, JJ Watts post-game press conference. I know I don't know if you guys saw that, but he was just pretty much complaining about like, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to go out there and compete. And you know, the fans deserve better. The fans deserve better. So if I was JJ Watt. If I was a Sean Watson, you're in a bad franchise right now. You need a requested trade. Like, just try to get out of there if you can. I know it's going to be harder with Deshaun Watson because, you know, he just signed that big contract. But, yeah, they're just in a tough spot. But, like I said, Texans cover 30-28. to 28, Titans win. What do you got? Thank you for kind of, like, giving my reasoning and my special seasoning and my special sauce on why I am taking the Houston Texans to win this game. Yikes. Why? Because J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson hate losing. And this is actually a good matchup for them. Even though Derrick Henry is going to run all over them, if they turn this into a shootout or get a lead early and force Tannehill to play, it could play into their hands. So they come out, get an early lead. All they got to do is get one or two stops early, get a couple points. Boom. Ryan Tannehill has to throw the ball more. So opportunity for the Texans to win. They took it to overtime last time. I've got them winning this game. Bounce back game, revenge game, whatever you want to call it. 16-0, 16-0. 
16 and 0 this week, baby. We going all in, push it all into the table. House on the deck, house on the table. Jackpot. Texans win 41 to 32. Golly. <laughs> they they indeed hate losing, but they better get used to it if they're going to stay with the Texans. All right, next game we got the Let's see. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars going on the road to play the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts lost to them in week one. That was a fluke of a game, as we can see that the Jaguars have now locked up the number one seed. Jacksonville won and over Indiana, like I said, this season, 0-14 versus all the other teams. Uh, Jacksonville played their cards right. I mean, they they tanked, then they clinched the number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft. So, I mean, it didn't even matter. They could literally go in there and beat the Colts and ruin their their division rivals' playoff hopes if they wanted to because the Colts right now, they're on the outside looking in. So the Colts have to win. There is absolutely no way that the Colts cannot get in if they lose. So you have to win to get in Indianapolis, and you got to hope some other things happen. And I think they're going to do just that, actually. I think uh, I think they're going to get a, a big win versus the the Jaguars here. This is not one of those games to, to pick if you're trying to go 16-0. I say the Colts win. Let's go 34 to 17. What is the spread? Um, the Colts are favored by 14 points. So two full touchdowns. And 34 to 17. Isn't that 14 points? No, that's 17. Oh. 17 points. My bad. So they Quick go. maths. Yeah, sorry. I'm not good at math. Anyways, who you got? I'm trying to think of something to say about the Jaguars, but there's just nothing to say. It's just god awful. I mean, at least they have that that rookie running back. That's pretty good. James Robinson, yeah. Okay, they got that rookie running back, but the Colts have a great defense. Colts are going to win twenty three to three. I mean, if if you want to talk good about the Jags, you can just say that you know they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. So hey, they did their job this year. They tanked. Exactly. Congrats, Jacksonville. I'm proud of Jacksonville. I'm proud of them, too. I'm proud of them, too. I really am. All right, next game, we got the Las Vegas Raiders going on the road to play the Denver Broncos. Denver has won five straight Week 17 games versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Seven and eight, five and ten. Las Vegas just had a heartbreaking loss, eliminated from playoff contention. They were six and three at one point, Preston, and now they're seven and eight. So their team kind of just took a downward spiral there. I mean, there was, I mean, they even upset the chiefs at one point in the season. Oh man. Right. When I started talking good about them, they start losing again. So I don't know who's going to start. I'd imagine it'd be Derek Carr, Mark Mariota. It doesn't matter. What's the spread in this game. The Raiders are favored by two and a half. Well, it's your turn. Who do you got? You can't spell Raiders without AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was clever. <laughs> Man, last time these teams played, it was obviously a blowout. Did Drew? I don't think Drew Locke played in that game, though. This is a game where you take the over. Actually, Drew Locke did play in that game. Oh, he did? Yeah, Drew Locke did play in that game, I remember now. Because I was saying, uh, take the over in that game because Drew Locke is, is great at garbage time. That's right. Uh, touchdowns. So, take the over again in this game. It's going to be high scoring. Not a lot of defense. I think the Broncos will compete, make it a show. Yeah, see, I don't know how this Raiders team will react. I don't know if they're just they're just done now, they're just toast, uh, or if they're actually going to go out and compete. It might be smarter to take the Broncos, actually, just because of that. I don't know. Hopefully, John Gruden gets them fired up, come out, somehow comes up with some courage about how they need to play for pride and something like that, some type of bullshit. 
Uh, Raiders win 37 to 30. Well, 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 if we have another game that one, I will not be watching and another game that means absolutely nothing to playoff implications. So really I can pick anybody we want. And for that reason, I'm picking the Denver Broncos to finish on a high note, 24 to 20. I'm actually going to take the under in this game. I, I just don't think it's going to be very exciting at all, but you know, the Broncos being in mile high, they like, Hey, they like playing spoiler pressing. So, and the Raiders are done at this point. They're done. And so I think they're going to spoil the Raiders again. I think they'll split this season. So I got the Broncos finishing on a high note, winning that week 17 game, 24 to 20. And like I said, this game doesn't matter. I forgot something. Hmm. Broncos are going to win this game. 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. Broncos win 37 to 30. That's right. I switched it. I did a switcheroonie. 16 and 0. It's a new day. It's going to be a new year. 16 and 0. So let me just say, Preston, that you are 0 and 2 in the last two weeks when changing your pick. Last week, you changed your pick from the Seahawks to the Rams, and you got that one wrong. The week before, you changed your pick from the, oh, shoot, what was that? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. You changed it, and it ended up biting you in the butt. But I think the week before that, you changed it from the Ravens to the Browns, and you got that one wrong. So you haven't. You haven't done so hot when changing your pick. But did I say 16 and 0? You did say 16 and 0. No, the other times did I say 16 and 0? No, you did not. Correct. So they don't count. And it'll be a new year technically, so 16 and 0. So Broncos final answer? Broncos 16 and 0. <laughs> All right. Next game, let's see what we got here. Okay, we got the Another NFC or AFC West showdown. We got the LA Chargers going on the road to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City has won 12 of the last 13 games versus the Chargers. Preston, they're your Chargers. You can kick up, kick us off there. Six and nine, 14 and one. The Chargers have won four or three straight games. Congrats. And we all know that the Chiefs locked up the number one seed first round by. So you know they're gonna rest. Yeah, the, the Chiefs are gonna rest. Chargers have won three straight, all by three points. Coincidence? I think not. I hate picking against the Chargers, so that's why I'm going to pick against the Chargers this week. 16-0, 16-0, 16-0. Doesn't matter if the Chiefs are resting. Uh, Chad Henney is starting at quarterback for them, bro. Chad motherfucking Henney. Bro, I didn't realize that Chad Henney was still in the NFL. I didn't even know he was still alive. Chad Henney. 16-0, 16-0, Chad Henney getting the dub against my Chargers, picking against them, 16-0, Chiefs. So this is actually a game that I'm pretty confident that will go in my favor. I got the Chargers finishing on a high note. The Chiefs are going to rest, and they don't care. It doesn't really matter. So for that reason, I have Herbert going off. He's going to finish on a high note. He actually has the most touchdowns by a rookie QB in NFL history. He surpassed Baker Mayfield last week. So congrats to Justin Herbert. You're awesome. I hope Anthony Lynn gets fired so you can get the coaching staff that you deserve. So, yeah, I'm going to pick your charges this week, Preston. They'll finish four straight wins just like the Cowboys. And, yeah, they'll win. They'll finish 7-9 and nine, just like the Cowboys. Right now I think they're sitting at the, uh, yeah, their 10th pick in the draft. So that might hurt them a little bit if they win, but who knows. I guess we'll see who would be ahead of him or not. But, yeah, Chargers win. Uh, did I say a score? I don't think I did. 26-20, to 20, yeah. 26-20, Chargers win. All right. 
Let's move on to the next game. We got Green Bay Packers going on the road to play the Chicago Bears. Chicago's ha- found a way to uh, to play pretty you know, pretty decent after losing like six to seven straight games and starting the season five and one. Preston, I deserve a round of applause. Come on now. I deserve a round of applause because the curse is broken. The curse is broken. I picked the Bears to win and they won. It took 16 weeks for it to happen. I was a little worried in that first quarter because it was like 10 to 10. I'm like, oh my gosh, the Bears might lose this game to the Jaguars. But then the Jaguars realized that they were they were fighting for a number one pick. So they ended up throwing that game away. But Green Bay, 5-0 all-time versus Chicago Week 17. You know, this is a classic showdown right here. One of the best rivalries of all time. It would not surprise me in the slightest if the Bears end up sneaking out a win here because they're playing, they're finding a way to play better, but the Packers are just fighting. They're still, the Packers are, control their own destiny. They win and they get that first round bye. But if they lose and the Seahawks win and the Saints win, they could fall to third. So the Packers know they need to get this win. It's my pick. I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. I think Packers win in a shootout. What is the spread though? Oh, the Packers are favored by five and a half. Yeah. So I got Packers winning in a shootout 33 to 30. Fighting for the and they get that first round by. You know what? I like that. I like that, Mr. Eric Casares. I like that. I'm a match your pick. Packers win 33 to 30. 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. Go pack go. All right. And Packers will be rolling into the playoffs as it goes through Green Bay and that snowy weather. That will be a big factor. Don't have to worry about the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan destroying them this time. All right, next game, we got the New Orleans Saints going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers. Gledhill said this was a possible trap game. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. New Orleans, 26-plus points in nine straight games with Drew Brees at QB. Uh, you you, know, you could tell the way he's been playing. He's not really healthy. You know, just threw, threw a couple picks last week. One of them wasn't his fault. I think the main thing to talk about is Alvin Kamara. Literally six touchdowns. Should have had seven if it wasn't for Sean Payton goofing and throwing Taysom Hill in for that one play at the goal line. I don't know why he would do that. Alvin Kamara should have got the record last week. I mean, he should have had seven touchdowns, but he ended up having six tying Gil Sayers for the most all-time in a game. Absolutely insane. Preston, what is the spread in this game? Saints are favored by six and a half. Saints are favored by six and a half. Okay, so here's the deal with the uh, with the whole Panthers thing. I was wrong about last week, and I was so worried about that game. I remember thinking, oh, God. I thought Alex Smith was going to play, but I was like, if he doesn't, the Panthers could win that game. And they did. They ended up winning that game. I mean, it ended up being 20. They got a big lead. It was like 20 to 0. But Washington ended up coming back to reality, and it, it, they ended up losing 20 to 13. But I think with the Panthers, like I said, Matt Rule's one of the – he's like Joe Judge. He has a, a solid team, a team that competes, but they're just not there yet. And I don't think Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, say what you want about him. I don't think he's the future for this, for this team. I think they're going to try to go a different route. Uh, they're sitting right now, uh, as terms of draft picks, the Carolina Panthers are sitting at eight. So maybe they could sneak in like Zach Wilson for BYU and try to get a franchise quarterback there if you can have him fall to number eight. But if you lose and some of these other team wins, you can fall down maybe to a top six, top five pick. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't think they trust Bridgewater. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater has had a chance to win uh, or tie the game eight times in the fourth quarter this season, and he's lost. He's 0-8 in all of those games. So something to note there. Something to note there. And I, I know Matt Rule doesn't put up with that type of stuff. It could be a trap game because I've seen Carolina upset New Orleans numerous times in previous seasons, but New Orleans is fighting 
you know, for second seed right now. And even a first round bye because knowing what their past playoff failures, they want to get the highest seed possible. So they're going to get it done. I'm going to say that the saints take care of business against the Carolina Panthers. And I got the saints winning 25 to 14. Who dat? Who dat? Nola got this. Uh, I don't see the Panthers, you know, even though they literally, they had, they lost so many games this year. And then the, the one week I don't freaking pick them. They, they, I don't even know. What's his name? The dude who got cut, Dwayne. Dwayne Haskins, man. That game pissed me off, man. One week I don't pick the Panthers to win in a game like that. Saints are going to win this game. Sorry, but Panthers, you know, still rebuilding. It's going to take some time. Teddy just needs some more help. We need Christian McCaffrey, uh, Christian McCaffrey healthy, and we need to continue to di- build our defense. Nola wins. 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0. Nola wins 30 to 23. All right. Next game, we got the Arizona Cardinals going on the road to play the LA Rams. I was actually possibly thinking that this could be the eighth game of the week because Jared Goff, one, is not playing. And also, Kyler Murray wasn't going to be playing. It, it was looking like both of them were going to be out. So, if that was the case, I think it was going to be Brett Hunley versus. This would, oh, what's his name? Uh, I'm sorry, Gledhill just said it a second ago. It would have been John, yeah, it would have been <laughs> Brett Hunley versus John Wolford. So that alone would have made it AIDS game of the week. And especially both NFC West teams coming off of losses, bad losses like that. Yeah, I would have picked that AIDS game of the week. But Kyler Murray did say this past week that he will play in a must-win game for the Arizona Cardinals because right now they're on the outside looking in. The Bears, I have them losing to the Packers. So, they need to win this game, and with Jared Goff being out, I know Jared Goff hasn't been playing well, and that defense is really good. But last time these two teams played, it came down to the wire, and the Rams just got the better of them. But that was a couple weeks ago before the Rams just kind of started going downhill. And then all of a sudden, they lose to the Jets, they lose to the Seahawks. The Rams are – I was so high on them a couple weeks ago, still high on that defense. But because Jared Goff is out, and because Kyler Murray is playing in a must-win scenario, I have Arizona actually getting into the playoffs – over the uh, the Chicago Bears, they win that game. So the Chicago loses, they win that game, and that would mean since L.A. lost, they would go to the seventh seed, and Arizona would go to the sixth seed. As far as the score, I will say that the Cardinals will finish strong, and this is going to be a low, low-scoring game. I would take the under. What is it? What's the spread, Preston? Cardinals are favored by three. That's perfect because I had 17-14 Cardinals. Low-scoring game. Who do you got? This is a tricky one. It what it is. It is a tricky one. It would have been more tricky though if Jared Goff was playing. No, I would have probably picked the Cardinals if Jared Goff was playing. But having a new quarterback in there, maybe he could potentially mix things up, give them a, a different look. Because let let's be honest, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, they're gonna be in the game. As long as they run the ball and don't turn the ball over, they will be in this game. Rams defense is going to probably force a turnover or two. Um, Kyler Murray's beat up. And, man, he's just – like, as long as they keep him to where he he's not able – they don't push him out of the pocket, they collapse around him, he's going to have a tough game. I really think Aaron Donald is just going to destroy that offensive line. And Kyler Murray's just going to have a really tough day. They're not going to be able to run the football. And it, the pressure is all going to be on Kyler Murray. And it's a lot of pressure to put on a young quarterback – um, Rams, you know, their defense just has to perform, and that's it. 
I got the Rams winning. Medium scoring, uh, 23 to 17, 16 and 0. So you got the Rams, huh? I got the Rams. Interesting. Hmm. Surprise. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, dude, this game was going to be the hardest game of the week to pick because Kyler Murray was going to be out and then Jared Goff was going to be out. Thank goodness Kyler Murray is playing. Thank goodness. Because if it was. Yeah, it makes it a much easier pick. Yeah, because if it was Brett Hundley and freaking. Josh Wolford or John Wolford? I would have picked the Cardinals. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I, I'm not even going to question you on this week because you, you, you're, yeah, you're just 16 and 0. Yeah. It's a different, you have to expand your ways of thinking if you want to go 16 and 0, Eric. I mean, shoot, I have. I mean, I picked the Jets. I picked the Jets. I picked the New York Jets. That's how you know I'm trying to go 16-0. See, but that's the thing. You didn't expand your thinking enough. Think bigger. You got to think big to where it's like, oh, the Jets are going to win. But wait, bamboozled, the Jets aren't going to win. <laughs> I'll just, you know what? If this makes you sleep at night, you're right. <laughs> All right, next game. Seattle Seahawks going on the road to play the San Francisco 49ers. Seattle bulldoze them in, in uh, Levi Stadium last time. But San Francisco is playing their home games in Glendale, I think, still, right? As of right now. Glendale! I think they still are. Yeah, I think so. Cardinals aren't at home, so they can. I don't know how they were able to pull that off, but yeah, no, I don't, conflicting, I don't, no I don't, conflicts in the scheduling. It's honestly it worked out perfectly. I don't know. Seattle's a weird team, man. I still don't think they're that good, even though their defense has been playing better. Russ just hasn't been playing as good as he I mean he always does this he always starts really good he was my MVP pick he was your MVP pick and now it's just like uh yeah I don't know the Seahawks are a weird team I think they're a first round exit uh it looks like if they win this game they would play the the Cardinals so it'd be a tough NFC West game right there based on the other picks I had so that'd be fun that'd be fun that would be a fun game I'd probably pick them to win so maybe they wouldn't be a first round exit but who knows man who knows? That'd be a fun game to watch because their first two games were their their two games of the season were amazing. So what's the spread in this game, Preston? Seattle is favored by six points. Seattle's favored by six. Okay. Uh so I don't know. I mean, a lot of people were thinking that the 49ers should try to make a big move this offseason to get a quarterback. Uh, a lot of people said Matthew Stafford. I heard Matt Ryan. I've heard Dak Prescott, even if the Cowboys don't pay him. I mean, who knows? But Kyle Shanahan did throw out all those answers out the window, and he said, I do believe Jimmy is going to be our quarterback next year. So who see, we'll see if he's lying or not. I don't know. He got them to the Super Bowl, but Kyle Shanahan, are you really thinking, if you have a chance to get somebody else, I know he's going to do it, and he's a good coach too. Uh, Preston, I've been picking the last few games. I'm sorry. I've, I've, just, I've been picking. I don't know why. I've been so excited. So you can go ahead and take over. Who do you got in this game? The Seattle Seahawks. Yes, you're right. They are overrated. That defense is atrocious. But I don't know if they're necessarily a first-round uh, exit. It'll depend on the matchup. Well, yeah, they're not going in to my, Yeah, in my playoff picture, it looks like they'll they'll end up facing off against the Rams um, since I'm going to go 16-0 this week. So, actually, yeah, Seattle's going to end up facing off against the Rams. Seattle basically has that third seed on lock uh, with the NFC East being the NFC least. And I still think that they're going to come out. They're going to win against San Francisco. I'm not going to pick San Francisco. Seattle wins 16-0, 16-0. They win 
well, since they got to they got to use their offense to win games, they're going to win 30 to 22. Sounds good. Uh, Seattle is also allowed 17 points or fewer in five straight games. So their defense has been playing better. I, like I said, but still, I don't think they're that great of a team. They're at least the best team in their division though. So that's saying something. Okay. It's my pick. Uh, I'm going to say that Seattle wins. I think they get their offense rolling this time around. I will say CJ Bethard did look better than Nick Mullins. So I'll give the 49ers that they did end up sneaking out a win versus the Cardinals last week. There was just some bad play calling from Cliff Kingsbury. I know a lot of people have been saying he's on the hot seat. And to my, in my opinion, he's an average coach. What I do like about uh, Kingsbury, my roommate brought up a good point earlier today, is he said that Cliff Kingsbury allows his quarterbacks to just be themselves, which is very true. Like He coached Johnny Manziel his first year at A&M, and guess what? He let Johnny Football be himself. He goes to Texas Tech, coaches Patrick Mahomes. He lets Patrick Mahomes be himself. He comes into Arizona, trades Josh Rosen, drafts Kyler Murray, lets Kyler Murray be himself, and the development to his first year to now, his second year, he's he's letting him be himself. So I think Cliff- – Well, he also – sorry to interrupt you again, but he also let Josh Rosen be himself. I mean, he, he let him be a backup quarterback, so that's good. That's true. But, yeah, so Cliff Kingsbury, he's done a great job developing quarterbacks in his you know recent years. But as far as him as a coach, I just think he's average at best, and I don't think he's that great. So, I mean, you could argue that he might be on the hot seat. I wouldn't say yet. I mean, I'd give him, like, another couple years to to prove himself because it's not like the Cardinals are bad. I mean, the upset over the Bills and then beating the Seahawks, it was like, oh, they're going to be a lot better than they were. I know I was a little higher than them coming in, but it looks like they're going to finish 9-7 and because I have them winning. Uh, But they might not even make the playoffs if they lose. And Chicago, you know, Chicago – could win too so we'll, we'll see what happens there but there was just some atrocious play calling in that game with the cardinals and the 49ers they were having a high successful rate at going for it on fourth down but late in the game they went for it when they shouldn't have went for it i think they were only down by let's see they ended up losing by a touchdown or eight points but they could have been down by five if hadn't they gone for it because then the 49ers just got in field goal range and they went up by eight so just you know some execution plays and they kind of just let that one get away from them that was a bad loss for them but like i said nfc west games you never know how they're gonna go but back to this game seattle gets their offense rolling in this game cj bethard will do decent but seahawks win 32 to 21 they're the better team all right next game we got the and this is the game man this is going to decide who wins the nfc east sunday night football preston go ahead and take it away with the aids game of the week Drum roll, please. For this year's last AIDS game of the week, week 17, we have the Washington no mascot football team going up against the Philadelphia Schmeagles. At least Philadelphia is playing Jalen Hurts now as opposed to Carson uh, went to take a dump. In Washington, Alex Smith is uh, expected to play, but we don't know what will happen. You know, I, I don't want Alex Smith to get hurt anymore since he's basically got one and a half legs. If, if you haven't watched the docu- documentary on Alex Smith's leg, I would say watch it, but that's only if you really want to puke your guts out. It, it will give you a lot of respect for him, but man, oh man, that is god-awful. 
can't believe he's still playing football. Can't even can't even believe he's allowed within a hundred feet of a football field. I can't even believe he's allowed to. Earlier in the season, I was like, "Get away!" Like he shouldn't be allowed to stand on the sideline. What if somebody tumbles into him? Anyways, I've got Washington in this game. Why? Because Alex Smith is going to find a way to play, and it's going to be a great story, and he's going to will his team to victory. And that defense going to give Jalen Hurts all kinds of problems. Jalen Hurts, known for his amazing pocket presence. There isn't going to be a pocket. Washington wins. Low scorer, 20-17. to 17. 16-0, 16-0, 16-0. That's pick number 16. Well, I'm sorry, Preston, but that's going to have to be 15-1 and one because the Washington football team are going to lose this game. Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game, bounce back after last week. Look, they looked horrible in that Cowboys game. They looked awful. You could tell towards the end of the game there was a lot of hype, a lot of pressure around Jalen Hurts, and he felt the pressure of the Cowboys' defense. So I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if Washington does win this game. Uh, Ron Rivera said earlier this week that he is not worried about playing Alex Smith without practice time. I mean, I wouldn't imagine he would be. I think it's crazy how Alex Smith just changes that offense, you know, like even though their offense is so limited, I mean, he still changes. He's going to be better than Taylor Heineke. We all saw that the Dwayne Haskins, if you even want to call it era, it's over, you know, one of the biggest quarterback busts in NFL history. Uh, At first they benched him last week and then they brought in Taylor Heineke still couldn't really do much. Uh, And then they ended up just releasing him later in the, in the week. And so Dwayne Haskins, one of the biggest busts of all time. Yeah, him and Rosen are kind of like the same boat. I mean, <laughs> you look at their statistics, uh, you know, top 15, both top 15 picks. Uh, they they have around the same passing yards. They have the around they have the exact same touchdowns. Josh Rosen just has five more picks. And their passer rating, Josh Rosen has a 12 or 11 worse, 11% worse. So they're virtually kind of the same quarterback in a way. But you could argue that Dwayne Haskins was probably worse as a starter because you know, with Josh Rosen, he comes in and he's like a starter, but he doesn't really have the offensive line. Dwayne Haskins is just pl- flat out bad, flat out bad, undisciplined. He's pretty much a a Walmart Jameis Winston, if you ask me. Thank goodness his air. Thank goodness his time in Washington's over. But that kind of really does, you know, limit their chances because if Alex Smith doesn't play, Taylor Heineke's going to start, and there's no way I'm going to pick Washington. If Alex Smith does play. I do. I will say that Washington will find a way to win, but I got to stay on the hype train that the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East, and because our pick is screwed, I'm all for it. So Eagles win this game, 24 to 13, and a, you know another big thing to, to, to talk about is Terry McLaurin didn't even play last week, and that was another big factor that why they lost that game. And they they both missed practice today. Both of their status remains uncertain. Him and Ox Smith, uncertain this game. So this is a big game. Eagles, you can argue that they have nothing to play for. They don't because they're eliminated. And I imagine that they don't want the Cowboys to get in. But at the same time, they don't want Washington to get in either. So I think, you know, if Carson Wentz was playing, this would be an easy game for me to pick Washington all day. But I think they're going to split the series because Washington won the first time with Carson Wentz. They were up 17-0, to and they ended up getting outscored and losing. They didn't score a lick of points, and they lost. So I got Eagles evening the spread. 16 and 0 for your boy East Sizzle. And yeah, I got the Eagles winning 24 to 13. Cowboys get in. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. So before we get out of here, let's just go ahead and get our final playoff pictures. Preston, you can start, and then I'll go with mine. So who do you got? Start with the AFC to the NFC. First seed. 
unlock, obviously. Kansas City Chiefs, two seed. We got the Buffalo Bills going up against the seven seed Miami Dolphins. Then we got the three seed Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the six seed Tennessee Titans. Rematch there from earlier in the season. Uh, Then we got the four seed Indianapolis Colts. Colts would win the division in my scenario. Going up against the fifth seed Baltimore Ravens. NFC, Green Bay number one. Um, you got New Orleans as the number two seed going up against Chicago, Chicago. Third seed, we got Seattle going up against um, depleted Rams team as a sixth seed. Then we got Washington as the fourth seed going up against Tampa Bay as the fifth seed. So, All right, let me go with my 16-0 playoff series. Here we go. Got nothing to lose because it's week 17 and I'm already out of the hunt. So here we go. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. They already locked up number one seed, but I did have them losing the week to the Chargers. They will be 14-2 first round bye. The number two seed, I have the Buffalo Bills finishing. They'll beat the Dolphins 13-3. They play the seventh seed, 11-5 Indianapolis Colts because the Colts will beat the Jaguars. I got the third seed, Pittsburgh Steelers. They will lose to the Browns 12-4, but will be third seed. They'll stay there. They won't move. They'll play the sixth seed, Cleveland Browns, after Cleveland Browns Beat them, so we're going to – hey, guess what? They're going to have to play right next week. And Big Ben, this time, Big Ben will play. So hopefully – and that – or not hopefully, but maybe in that sense, Pittsburgh would win the wild card round. But, hey, like I said, not spoiling anything for the playoffs. But that's what I have. Third seed, Pittsburgh Steelers 12-4 and four versus sixth seed, 11-5, and five, Cleveland Browns. Fourth seed, I have the Tennessee Titans 11-5. and five. They will win the AFC South. They will beat the Texans. And they'll have the tiebreaker over the Colts, and they will play the Baltimore Ravens fifth seed, eleven and five, and that will be a great game. Moving on into the NFC side, Green Bay Packers will lock up the first round by after beating the Chicago Bears thirteen and three. Then we got the two seed New Orleans Saints twelve and four. They will beat the Panthers, and they will play the Los Angeles Rams at seven seed, who will lose to the Cardinals. They will finish nine and seven. And then we got third seed Seattle Seahawks. They'll take care of business against the 49ers. 12 and 4 will play the sixth seed Arizona Cardinals, 9 and 7, who will take care of business against the Rams. And then we got the Cowboys winning the NFC least. Four seed, 7 and 9, will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and 5. So that is my playoff picture 16 and 0, 16 and 0, 16 and 0, as Preston will say. I hope you guys have a great week. Have a happy new year. Be safe with the family. Drink lots of wine. Lots of whiskey, lots of alcohol. Do whatever you do. Have fun. Be safe. Let's go into 2021 strong. Get away from this horrible year that it has been of 2020. And let's just have a fun Sunday. Enjoy football because this is going to be a big week. Enjoy it. Like I said, happy new year. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. See you next year.